Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by our producer extraordinaire from Houston, Texas. We have Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. And from Buffalo, New York, we have my co-host, Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know? And also... Just as a little aside, I think it's the first time it's just been the three of us in, in quite some time. It's a, it's a nice little, like, fireside chat. Nice. <laughs> well, before we actually get into the main meat of the fireside chat, uh, Jeff, it sounds like you have a, a full week ahead of you. So um, why don't you tell us what's uh, going on on Valentine's Day for you? Oh, my gosh. Um, so something just kind of fell in my lap a little bit. Um, there's this charity event called um, Amazing Race Orlando that I guess they've already had one season. Uh, we're going on its second season, and uh, it's 10 teams. It's a one-day challenge, but uh, uh, Tim Tracker, my friend, uh, invited me to, to join with him. He was invited to the last minute as the, their mystery celebrity, uh, uh, I guess, challenger or competitor. And so I'm on hit team, uh, the track team, and so the phase one was to raise money uh, for Give Kids the World, so we've been really excited about raising money for Give Kids the World. Uh, on, on, the, on the whole, the, the, all the teams combined, we've uh, raised almost $50,000, so it's pretty, pretty excited about that. But, uh, nice. Yeah. That's a lot of families, because I, I think it's up to $8,000 now per family to send them there. Wow. It was 5000 but I think... It's now uh, they had to address for inflation. Gotcha. Yeah, it, it's it's you know I know Dave, you've you've uh, been a long uh, sponsor and uh, working at Cape Kids World for. Many I work years. one shift there a week. Yeah, yeah. love awesome. I love being there. Magic is just like it's in the parks, even more. Nice. It, My it's, favorite it's, place. Yeah, it's definitely a very popular, uh, uh, well worthy. Um, charity uh especially for our uh disney community we it's like a, a de- another layer of connection for us because of we love the theme parks and we love the families can be able to experience the theme parks in that way um but uh anyway <laughs> it's kind of a mystery box a black box thing because it's it's all uh hush hush and mystery they don't it won't reveal a lot the only things i do know are they asked me if I'm okay with repelling down a hotel? So <laughs> that uh, yes, fantastic. because they have they have over the top going on that day, which oh. is a uh, <laughs> that is a Give Kids the World charity event where they're going to be. I believe it's off a yes, I believe it's a Marriott or something or or a Hilton that they're going to be repelling. So <laughs> okay, well that's one of the challenges I bet. 
And then um, due to the recent uh, helicopter crash, they asked, you know, am I okay with flying in a helicopter? So at some point, um, we fly in a helicopter. But um, And then... Well, I, think, I know down 192, they have a whole bunch of heliports. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and they have a YouTube presence uh, for their first one. Uh, it's, every team has a camera crew with them, so it's pretty... <laughs> pretty uh well produced uh program so this is is this going to be streaming you know it's not gonna be streaming but they uh they definitely will produce it into a uh, one hour um show kind of like they did last last season um so like i said if you're familiar with the amazing race uh, they obviously go you know over a 16 weeks over <laughs> the entire around the world uh we're just literally going to be staying in orlando and and i don't think i don't you know this is just me speaking out of turn, and and it's still cloaked in mystery. Um, I just know the rules, but I don't know all the details for obvious reasons um, to race. And so, um, I don't believe we'll be stepping foot in Disney or Universal. Um, but uh, anyway, so but there'll be all kinds of craziness. I'm sure there's usually some kind of weird thing you'll eat. So I'm sure I'll be eating something strange. Watch well, you do like the rappelling over Gatorland or something like that. Not <laughs> the rappelling, the zip line. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, I just That's said that. That's on my bucket list. Yeah. You know what? I just said that on uh, social media the other day. I said, I've never zip lined and I've already committed now in my head that the first zip line I want to do is over <laughs> over the Gators at Gatorland. You see, I, I've done it once over the Mojave Desert. I actually got stuck and was... Uh, Oh, gosh. Uh, hanging there for about uh, 45 minutes. Ooh. My uh, my zip line jumped, jumped the track. Oh, gosh. And, well, there, there's like a safety on it, but the yeah. way it ended up happening, it got like jammed and everything, and I was just stuck. They had to literally rappel out to me, <sighs> and then they had to switch hard. They had to switch me to another zip line and then disconnect me from the other one at the same time. And the entire time, I'm just like hanging over like a bunch of mountains in the Mojave. Just aside from the wedgie, it actually was kind of relaxing and everything. So, <laughs> so I ziplined once in my life, and it was up here um, in New York. And my harness actually got caught in the slats between two of the uh, two by fours, which were actually more like two by sixes. Um, and I just kind of dangled there for about two minutes, and it's like, all right, you got to figure out how to get yourself back up, or you're staying there. <laughs> right. They came out to get me, so I wanted to. I'm now a Gatorland uh, annual pass holder, so I get a discount on it. But after that experience, I don't know if I want to be hanging out there that much again. So the Gators don't bother me. I actually would enjoy that, but. The idea of getting stuck, hmm, not so much. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I'm open for anything. Uh, Tim knows that. I'm I'm fairly fearless when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm 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 game, man. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to rock and roll. And there there are some some prizes associated with it, but I didn't know that until I just thought it was for fun. But apparently there, there's some skin in the game, so. He nice. makes it more interesting. So, speaking of Tim, I saw him tonight. Uh, I went to uh, Universal for nice. the Mardi Gras uh, parade. Yeah, and lo and behold, as we're passing by, um, 
at the annual pass holder section, you uh, you can see the parade go by twice. The way uh, Universal is kind of cut because it comes in and goes out the same gate. Okay. And sure enough, uh, on one of the floats, uh, supposedly throwing out beads, but instead he was just recording right. everything. There was Tim. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I I know he gets out there at least once a year to get get that uh, Mardi Gras float view. That's going to be something I got to do soon. So um, I, I have to actually start throwing beads at the at, at Universal on one of those floats. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, we've done we did it once. It just so many of my local Orlando friends. You've done it before though, right, Dave? Or no, not at Universal. Oh, okay. So we've done it I've at Universal. I've thrown out Mardi Gras beads at other Mardi Gras parades, but yeah. never at the ones I did. It got a little crazier. I I can imagine. Well, let me just say this: it's one of my top five all-time experiences in Orlando, and I mean this goes back for decades. It just it's just one of those weird magical moments that just happened. I kind of what knew, I did do. You go ahead. Well, I kind of knew where the area was where they recruited. This was a few years ago. And so you just kind of meander around uh, that area, and then you see some of the clipboard, and they kind of recruit you. And it was me and my family, and we were just, like, flabbergasted. Like, oh, yeah, this is perfect timing. And it was also a slow night, um, so it wasn't too too busy with uh, people. Uh, since then, we've tried to recreate that magic, and it's been a nightmare. We're like, because it's turned into this long queue line, people lining up for hours. Um, and so this year, they're introducing that. Uh, we kind of talked about it offhand beforehand, but they they're introducing the virtual queue for um, signing up for the um, floats. So I don't know. I'm hoping the best for that process, because otherwise, it's just a just yeah, I'm planning deal. next week sometime to do it. Hopefully, yeah, I'm I'm sure a weeknight would be no problem. Um, yep. in the end, but no, it's 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 fabulous, man. It's so so fun. You're, you're gonna have a blast. The the only thing I've done in terms of uh, the audience participation at Universal was during uh, their Christmas parade, the Macy's parade. Yeah. I was a balloon handler one year. Oh, cool. Did it once. Never have to do that again. It was cool to do, but it was one of those things that all the standing around waiting, you know, you got a good workout, which I don't, which I don't mind at all. And it was fun to say, yeah, I, I, uh, held Macy's balloon, but <laughs> it's like, you know what? I don't need that headache again. <laughs> oh, and with that, Let's have a word from our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory who has the largest selections of dvc resale listings and is the number one dvc reseller in the world who has 90 percent of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees 
who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993, who has over $360 million in sales of DVC. The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Okay, gentlemen, so... We are talking hacking Walt Disney World today in ways that just kind of just make, uh, in legal ways, but in ways that just kind of make your uh, vacation extra special and kind of just, you're zigging while people are zagging in some way and just kind of just taking advantage of things that uh, most people really don't know about to kind of just make that uh, extra extra bit of magic come come alive. Jeff, would you give us an example? Okay, so recently it's come to our t- attention that um, the, uh, what's the lounge called again? Um, Ale and Compass. Ale and Compass Lounge serves, uh, because it's adjacent to Beaches and Cream, and we all crave some Beaches and Cream um Tomato soup and grilled cheese. It's come to our attention that the Ellen Compass serves the exact tomato soup and grilled cheese, so you don't have to do the crazy 180-day um, window to get your beaches and cream reservation. <laughs> Maybe you can just stroll into the Ellen Compass Lounge and get that uh, sweet, amazing nectar of the gods. So that's a perfect little example um, to kind of kick us off. I can't wait to try that little trick we learned. So what I find interesting about that one, yes, they are adjacent, but it's actually two different resorts. Because Alan Compass is at Yacht Club and Beaches and Cream is at Beach Club. So (laughs) that's actually actually, uh, an eye-opener. Nice. When you really think about it. But uh, Alan Compass, if you do go, uh, try the Bloody Mary. Really good. Oh, nice. Right. But I think there's a lot of things like that. Oh, um, yeah. Like, I, I mean, if you think about anything that has a connected kitchen, um, when I say that, I mean, think logistically. So the tune-in lounge, right? Mm-hmm. It is obviously connected to and inside of 50s Primetime Cafe. With that, you can get anything from that menu, including the milkshakes that are technically not on the uh, 50s or the tune-in lounge menu. So if you want the peanut butter and jelly milkshake, you just go into 50 or the tune in lounge and you order it. It's not on the menu. They're not going to give you a hard time and it's a quick in and out for the most part. Yeah. And you can ask for, you can ask for the fifties menu and you can get the blue plate special and all that. Yes, absolutely. I have, I have noticed that some of those uh, lounges are now starting to come up with their own menus. Because uh, Cruise Cup Lounge shares a uh, met, uh, shares a kitchen with uh, Yachtsman Steakhouse. Used to be that you could order off the Yachtsman menu over there. 
there. Now they have their own menu. And a lot of the stuff is served at the steakhouse, but uh, you can't get the full menu anymore over there. Like you're not gonna go and you're not gonna go over to yacht to a cruise club and order a porterhouse. But if you want the burger that they serve over there, they'll gladly make you the burger. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I found that one out the hard way last week. How did you find that out the hard way? <laughs> I went to Cruise Cup Lounge and I wanted a steak and their menu did not offer. Okay. At that point. And then I now, asked if Go ahead. I was told that they don't do the full menu for the steakhouse in the lounge anymore. Okay. That makes sense. But if you do like the uh clam chowder at the uh, Liberty Tree Tavern. Can you translate that into New Englander? No, I can't. I'm not. Clam <laughs> chata. Yeah, no. Uh, I was going to say something that would have got me in trouble, so I'm just going to keep going over here. You can get you can you can get the chowder at uh, Columbia Harbor House for less money. It's the same recipe. It comes from the same vat, but. They charge a little bit less over at uh, the quick service than they do at the table service. There's probably a lot of that where you can get the exact same thing for lesser costs. Well, tonga uh, toast, for instance. Yes, exactly. The only caveat with the tonga toast is uh, at the Kona Cafe, it has this, uh, I guess it's like this uh, strawberry yogurt sauce, which is not available at uh, Captain Cook's downstairs. Ah, I guess they have to do a little, yeah, something to to, uh, differentiate. Well, yeah, carrying that same theme, so Trails End Barbecue, we literally will go to Trails End Barbecue for their chili and cornbread. And uh, I found out (laughs) a side of chili, uh, like at uh, Pecos Bill, is the exact same chili. So I was like, well, that's that's pretty nice. (laughs) It's just... Okay. Yeah. Now, with that said, the only difference between going over to Trails End is, you know how right next door is the Hoop-Dee-Doo? Yeah. The Hoop-Dee-Doo is known for their strawberry shortcake. Their strawberry shortcake at Trails End is different than the strawberry shortcake that they serve at Hoop-Dee-Doo. Wow. Okay. Why is that? That was another one that I learned the hard way. Wow. And when I ordered it, even the... When I ordered it, the waitress actually said, "Okay, uh, you can. Ha- I, I'll be happy to get a few." She's like, "But I just want to put this out there. It's not the one they serve next door." <laughs> so she knew where I was going. It was still tasty, and it, I still, I still enjoyed it. But it, I was, when I read it on the menu, I was thinking the one that they serve at Hoop Dee Doo, which is considered one of the best strawberry shortcakes on property next to uh, Sunshine Tree uh, Terrace. For some reason, I was going to say Sun Sun's that's all folks i was gonna say sunshine tree stables i don't know why that that's probably not someplace you want to eat no no i guess i was talking i guess i was talking about trails end and knowing that the uh, horse stables at tricircle d ranch are right down the right down the road and maybe that was it and then i was just like kind of just got my um what can I say? I like alliteration. 
don't we all? That's funny. All right, so let's go with and let's go with another hack. Now this one is one that uh, I like to do with the Magic Kingdom, and that is to play the Pirates Adventure Game, because after you win two rounds of the Pirates Adventure Game, you get a free pa uh, paper fast pass to the Pirates of the Caribbean. So you can circumvent the whole fast pass plus system for that ride. Do they still do that though? They did it last week. Okay, nice. that, that was my question. Um, because I, I, last I had heard, I thought that I had heard that was discontinued. So what they did was they would, what they were doing was they, they discontinued the game all day. It's only open like from 12 to six or something. Okay. Like. So maybe that's what I had heard. Yeah. Sweet. I gotta remember that. Yeah. So Chuck, what's another one of your, uh, hacks? Um, so mine is going to be a little bit more specific, okay. um, to like a two person touring party. Okay? okay. Or three. If you have separate MDE accounts and it's not really a family. So if you're two adults traveling, if you're a couple traveling, if you're anything like that and each person has access to MDE, do not ever try on day of to get a two person fast pass. Each person needs to log in and get a one-person fast pass. The availability for one-person fast pass groups far outweighs any group of fast pass, okay? So I'm talking two or more. There is less likelihood of you getting that fast pass than if it's one and one. Now, these times obviously can overlap, um, and, and quite often they do. Even if there's like a 10-minute period in which either party isn't technically active for the fast pass you will get the majority of your time over um overlapping and if there's stuff that you want to do if there's like one-off things if there's anything like that that you want to participate in if, if you want to partake in that's probably the best way to do it to get same day fast passes i know on uh the formal former show backside of magic r.i.p bless up um they talked a lot about dummy bands and things like that. And a lot of those loopholes have been closed. Um, but this one person fast pass thing, it, it's not really a loophole, but it's also kind of an exploit. Um, so I would highly recommend that if you're in a situation that you can afford something like that. I'm also going to add a little um, postscript to that. And I guess you can say that this is a legal loophole. So um, if you're – and this will also work at the kiosk. If you keep refreshing the uh, the website for FastPass Plus or at the kiosk, you don't see a FastPass that you want. You click back and then you go back in again. You do it like uh, about maybe five times. Every now and then, just, just out of the blue, one of those FastPasses for something that listed that there wasn't anything available – Sometimes something opens up and you say, see it and, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, there's no Big Thunder Mountain. There's no Big Thunder Mountain. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Five or six times in, oh, wow, all of a sudden there's a Big Thunder Mountain. You grab it. Don't always look at the fast pass and just take it for face value right away. Always refresh over and over again 
until you're satisfied. It, it might not always work, but at least give it at least 10 refreshes. You might you might be pleasantly surprised what pops I would, up. I would give it a 70%, maybe 65% accuracy yeah. or effectiveness rating. Not accuracy. <laughs> maybe call it a little bit of extra magic. I know people okay. that I know people that'll put about 15 minutes into that procedure, just gamify it. Does does it work for them? Yeah. The, people nice. have I've I've scoffed at it, and they just they just as long as they turn into you know you, it's just like any gaming you you turn into a uh, kind of like a, a bulldog and you just go after it, and then they just never give up, and then they just. They get success. I don't know. It happens. You, yeah, that's that's the key, though. You cannot give up. Yeah. Um, patience really pays off when it comes to a lot of these Disney hacks. Um, if you have the patience, if you have the ability to... If you have the luxury of having the ability to be patient, do it. Um, if this is the once-in-a-lifetime trip, if this is the... I have to do this for my family because the kids want to do it to be happy then in that case, obviously, you have to plan out ahead. But if this is kind of a, hey, it's a Tuesday afternoon, I got nothing else really going on, I'm in Disney World anyways, let's see what I can get, that's what you should be doing. Like, spend the time with these hacks, you're not going to miss anything. Disney World is so planned out at this point, you know exactly when the shows are going to happen, you know exactly when the uh, diversions are going to happen. You can spend that five minutes refreshing to try to get that experience for that fast pass to save yourself... 25 35 minutes on the back end by that small investment of five to ten minutes true debt mm -hmm. thank you for the uh vote of confidence jeff i appreciate it <laughs> especially using one, the... jeff Killer. what's that you have another one jeff oh yeah okay. so my oldest daughter and her boyfriend are are have been locals uh there in orlando for going on two years now and um they're definitely <laughs> the they, they approach theme parks a little bit differently than most people um kind of a laid back so to speak <laughs> um attitude but uh what they found and they they shared this with us and i think it's it's appropriate um at disney's animal kingdom uh a lot of people probably know this but they probably don't think about it uh in this much detail, but uh, if you go through the Rainforest Cafe, there's a Rainforest Cafe attached to the front of Disney's Animal Kingdom. You took mine. <laughs> and if you go, two things that this is beneficial. Uh, one, there's a separate uh, touch style, uh, t uh, tap style um, entrance uh, at the back of the shop of uh, Rainforest Cafe there. And it's always, almost always dead. Like nobody's in there. Nobody's so. If your people are attacking the front of the park to get in, you can just meander through the, the shop and go straight uh, straight in uh, to to that uh, tap style. Um, but another m benefit that pretty uh, uh, makes sense in the middle of the summer. Uh, in the summer, as sweltering hot as it can get, when you're coming off from your car, the di just Trying to get from point A to point B, just getting from your car or bus, because you have to walk, 
uh, to the front of the, the park, uh, you can s- just start being melting hot, you know, like sw- sweltering out in that parking lot. So it's a nice little uh, air conditioning uh, reprieve as you walk through that uh, shop before you can have to enter the theme park. But uh, those are kind of a, a double whammy uh, thing. Double hack, we'll call it. And now I still want to well, Dave's. <laughs> well, building building on that, um, you know, you're in the you're in the Magic Kingdom also. Or you're at the or if you're at Disney's Hollywood Studios when you first come when you first come in, if it's in the middle of the summer and it's Africa hot, you know, just walk the, through the Emporium. You can walk all the way out to Casey's and you're in air conditioning straight through. Oh yeah, and building on that. Um, you know, I don't know why this didn't occur to us until about a year ago, but uh, Animal Kingdom has the same concept uh, at both sides of the uh, 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 Tree of Life are shops that go this super long length. And if you just duck into... Island Mercantile, and what's the other one? Uh, is it... Um, um, yeah, I forgot. It's the newer one, but um, they both have you Is just it duck Creature in. Comforts? No. Uh, Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. But if you duck into those, uh, the very first entrance you can, and just keep on veering as far against the, the right as you can, um, eventually it'll kick you out to another door. But it's probably a good 50 yards of air conditioning <laughs> you can bask in, and nobody's ever... In those stores, not that's another unique feature. There's, it's not as crowded as the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios stores, but and actually, when you're in those stores, make sure to take a look up in the ceiling and then just around the molding area. There's all sorts of pieces of art and all sorts of just uh, nice things to see in those in, in those those rooms. It's it's like a little gallery that people often miss, and then. If you're actually walking around looking up, sometimes if a cast member isn't uh, busy, they'll come over and they'll start talking to you about the art over there. Nice. Uh, Riverside Depot. Okay. Okay. That sounds right. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Um, I I do have uh, a hack that isn't really a hack. Okay. Um, don't spend your money on websites that say that these are a hundred and X ways to hack Walt Disney world. If you spend 10 minutes of research, you will find everything that they are advertising as hacks. Yeah. Um, whether it be ordering extra, like, uh, icing on your, Glate on your uh, cinnamon roll at Gaston's. You're going to find that anywhere. It, ask me. Send me a DM on Twitter ch- at Chuck in the chat. I will tell you what you want to know. Don't spend your actual money on on things. I mean, I understand people need to make a living. I understand people are, are, are a business and, and they're selling things to you. But time and effort aren't always proportionate. You can find a lot of these hacks out on your own. Speaking of money, there's a way of getting free money for Disney. Uh, the Disney credit card? 
Well, that one also, but if you're buying uh, gift cards, you can go to Target and buy, if you have a Target red card, they have the debit card and the credit card. Uh, but if you buy on using your red card, you can save 5% on each transaction. So you can you can theoretically save 5% on, on every gift card you buy. Nice. Okay. Um, that, that's 100% right, and, and that's actually a really good one. Um, it, it's not always foolproof. Like, the stores have individual policies on some of this stuff, right? See, I've never had a problem. I've always... It's store by store. It's not... Really? Yes. Um, okay. I would say 85 to 95% of the stores will not give you a problem, but there are times that you can run into that one target employee that... Uh, tries to prevent you from gaming the system because they know what you're trying to do. That's sad. All right, do you have any more? Who you? Either of you. I'll defer to Jeff first. I have a, a pretty major one. It's um, So when I went to New Year's Eve week to, um, if, to uh, Disney and... Rise of Resistance was uh, the whole morning fiasco where you have to get up early and do the virtual queuing. I, I decided I did it uh, a few times, and then so I decided to kind of write down my notes of what I've noticed worked the best, at least. Um, a lot of these are people have documented um, just simple, uh, you know, logical steps of getting there early. You know, uh, if you're planning on now, they've narrowed the window it used to be two hours uh window to return uh now it's one hour so i'm, I'm not so sure the whole leaving thing kind of works quite so successfully anymore but maybe you can still pull it off but um nonetheless uh, the whole idea of getting there super early uh getting there through security without any bags is way more efficient uh, i don't know like i said i don't know if you're on vacation or if you leave your stuff in the in the car or whatever um Obviously, going through security, there's separate security lines uh, without bags, and it's much faster. Um, but if you can't if you can't do that, that's fine. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed, a couple of things. One of them was the far right uh, along this. Uh, there's a construction fence up right now, but the far right uh, tap styles go faster. And I think it's kind of like if you think about flowing water. Um, uh, it's all congested um, <clears throat> in the big in the big areas, but. This one's bottlenecked so much that when it opens up, there's many tap styles beyond that, so it's it seems to go really fast. So the far right was consistently faster. Um, but what I wanted to point out was uh, don't don't count on uh, cellular service because there's everybody's hammering cellular service, and in fact everybody's hammer trying to hammer Wi-Fi. But what I I think my the hack that I was going to kind of present today, besides the idea of having a, your magical Disney Express account ready to go and the app and having everybody on your my disney experience all your friends and family ready to kind of grab um, a virtual queue spot at 7 a.m or whenever they activate it um if you what i did was walk around the whole front area of hollywood studios to find the best wi-fi and lo and behold uh right at the and i had it up and i looked up that stupid shop sorry 
so right in the center of the front of the, the theme park is a little kiosk uh, with the Mickey over it, and it's called... Crosswords of the World. Yes. And that so was that... supposed to be Crossroads of the World, not whatever came out of my mouth. <laughs> it all blended together. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, Crossroads of the World, uh, Crossroad of the World, whatever Chuck said. Anyway, um, they have to have dedicated Wi-Fi for that shop. Uh, they're they're out there. They're literally an island, uh, and they have to have a very strong Wi-Fi signal. There's apparently no wires or anything running to it that they can run registers or whatever they need to do. But it's it's super strong and super concentrated. So if you just kind of hover around that. Literally, like lay up against <laughs> one of their um, their uh, up up closes and personal. Um, there was a couple of us kind of figured this out at the same time, so we're all hovering around that that Wi-Fi. It's super strong signal, and I got in really fast. So this is kind of like a little little tip. I didn't do it one time, and uh, man, I got burned by it. I think I think I didn't get in. Uh, I got a backup uh, boarding pass, so. Um, a little, little bitty tiny hack, but uh, as long as they're doing this virtual queuing with everybody kind of trying to log in at the exact same time, it's kind of nice to have a leg up on the competition with the, a little bit stronger signal. All right. Excellent. Chuck? Um, my, my next and potentially last hack would be to... I, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Don't waste your time. Um, you, you have a, a finite amount of time in Disney World. Do not spend your time waiting on lines for certain snacks, certain drinks, certain treats. Um, because you're always within, you know, 45 steps of the exact same thing. So if you have a desire for an ice cream sandwich. And so thinking specifically about the hub, right? There are two popcorn carts, ice cream carts at either side of the hub, right? If one of the lines is long, take the extra 10 steps and walk over to the next one because there's a very good likelihood that that's not going to have that same line. People are going to be drawn into the line and say, oh, we should get in line now before it gets too long. If you can, wait. If you can, walk over to the other side. Utilize the technology that Disney gives you with MDE, with the park maps, with the paper maps, and find what it is that you're looking for. Don't settle. Um, and don't wait unnecessarily long. I know that's not much of a hack, but everything in Disney at this point is homogenized. There is nothing really unique with the exception of like the Epcot food and wine kiosks. But even with those, some of the more popular ones have dual-sided registers. Don't get in the long line without walking to the opposite side. At the end of the day, what's the worst thing that happens? Two people get in front of you and you're waiting an extra four seconds? Make sure, make sure you look at both sides of queues, of carts, of souvenir stands. Find that shorter line. With that extra little bit of work, you're going to find... Uh, a lot less waiting. Have you guys experienced that or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Now, I have uh, two 
more. One of them's kind of a bonus because it's uh, it's creative thinking outside of the box. But uh, actually, with this one, if you happen to be a fan of uh, character pictures like I am, and you want to find a certain character and you don't know where they are when they're meeting, go up to any character attendant. A character attendant at any any stop wherever you are within Walt Disney World always has a list on them of where every character who meets is, where they can be found, and at what times. Nice. It's one of the things that they always carry around. And this is coming from a cast member who is a character attendant who told me this. So you could just go right up to them and they will be able to pull out their little book and they'll be able to tell you, okay, even if it's even if it's Animal Kingdom and you're fine and there's a character meeting in Epcot, they can they have that information available. And if they are not sure and if it doesn't come up, they all have phones that are work phones and there's a hotline that they can call. Only cast members can call it, but there's literally people sitting in an office in Walt Disney World somewhere that will answer a cast member hotline and it can tell you where you can find Aurora at any time during the operational day if, if Aurora is meeting. And then they will then uh, give that information to the guest. So definitely yeah, That's ask actually questions. really good because there's character attendants everywhere. If you find any character, there's an attendant with them. Of course. Jeff. Oh, he, he, Dave, you had another one. You said. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna let you go first before I finish with this one. Oh, so it, this is a very hot topic right now. It's uh, about the Disney Skyliner, and basically, uh, the, it's it's getting very popular uh, to to do the Skyliner. It's becoming kind of like the 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 next people mover. I call it people mover two point but uh, just to go on fun rides. But the thing is. Uh, we all got excited about the wraps. Uh, the wraps are the, the character um, wraps that they put on some of the buckets. Uh, it turns out that those are actually the worst ones to be to actually view from because it's, it just shields a lot of your, um, your vision. And so the people are actually requesting the non-wrapped ones for the best views of the property. Um, slowly, I, I heard through the Jim Hill uh, and Lynn Testa podcast that they're going to start... Uh, instituting more and more of the non-wrapped buckets but my, I guess the little hack is just wait and just ask the attendant to you want to be in, in a non-wrapped uh, gondola or whatever uh, cable car uh, just for the best view best experience it's, just, it's straightforward it's, it's way better yes I can personally attest to that one I'll agree with that one too Especially if you want to take pictures. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you want to take pictures or not. If you want to look around, you don't want to wrap one. This yeah. is true. Chuck, do you have another one? Um, I mean, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Refillable popcorn buckets are your friend. If you buy the souvenir popcorn bucket, if you have a three-day trip, it is Definitely worth your investment if you enjoy the Disney popcorn, which who doesn't? I mean, it's Disney, it's popcorn. Everyone loves it. 
Um, the refillable popcorn buckets are a little bit more of an upfront cost, but your refills are what, $2 each, if they're even that much. But now so, they're saying length of stay. Okay, but regardless, they don't know how long you're staying. So Dave, for you, the length of stay could be used for 30 days. For your average guest, um, it, it could be, you know, a week. It could be five days. If you get popcorn every day and you, you know, break that up amongst your family or or your your wife in my case, um, you're going to get your money's worth within a day or two because that is an easy snack that you can have on the move and there's nothing else in Disney World that you can get for like the $2 or $3 or $1.50 that it is that is going to be the same quality and the same ease. Um, so I will absolutely 110% advocate for the purchase of reusable popcorn buckets. But at the same time, unless if it's something specifically that you're looking for, do not get one of the specialty popcorn buckets, the Christmas trees, the Christmas Plutos, the uh, Oogie Boogies, anything like that. They actually hold less popcorn and you can't get your hands in there as easily. Not that I've had that issue specifically, but sometimes you have to tilt your head back and try to pour it into your mouth like you're some kind of magician or something, circus act, um, and you get less popcorn per dollar spent. Two things I was going to ask. One thing I was going to bring up is I just this today saw the the Skyliner specialty popcorn bucket that just came out. That was kind of cool. I would um, still buy that because I'm a sucker for suck or specialty popcorn buckets, but go on. <laughs> But also, do we know if, like, the maple popcorn in Canada is part of this program? I believe it is, but it's not worth it. Okay. I've had it. It's not good. No, uh, let me it's, rephrase it's that. the best popcorn on the planet. I don't know what you're talking about. But Are you... Have you been <laughs> drinking, Jeff? <laughs> no. You, sir, how much have you had to drink this evening? You know, me and Dave are big fans, so you're talking to the wrong uh, people. It's not, not that me. good. I can't, it, it's I can't not. stand maple flavor. We, I love maple syrup. I love thick yeah, maple syrup. I, I, hate, I hate maple syrup. I, my pancakes are dry. <laughs> that is the wrong answer, but if you're going to get syrup, it's got to be log cabin. It can't be, well, I mean, it can be the real stuff, but I prefer the fake maple syrup. You're like talking that. about a guy who eats Eggos out of the freezer in the morning because he doesn't have the time to toast them. So, Dave, that can't be good for your teeth. Well, first Dang. of all, I don't know why they call it maple popcorn. To me, it just tastes like uh, kettle corn to me, but... Um, See, but that's no. why I hate it. I hate kettle corn. Ah, gotcha. I agree I, with the hatred of kettle corn. <laughs> I like sweet and salty when it comes to like uh, the. Uh, Careful. I was going to say chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, very good. Yes, chocolate covered pretzels are delicious. Kettle corn, I don't know. It's it's just too sweet and then too salty at the same time. It just it just never appealed to me. I see that. I can, like, I, I wonder can... if we could just, like, stroll up to Caramel Kush in uh, Germany and say, look, here's my popcorn bucket. I want to refill. You know, that, I, I don't really like anything from there. See, I actually, I like the, I like all of the caramel treats that they have except for the caramel popcorn. <laughs> you guys are insane. Uh, I had the caramel, caramel brownie, just... and it wasn't that good. There's about, there's going to be a, a hundred people mad at you guys <laughs> how's that different than every other day of my life 
it's good well point. when you add it onto the popcorn it's not ooey and gooey it's kind it's kind of hard it, there's a, like a little piece that like gets stuck in your teeth sometimes and it can cause an <laughs> abscess it's just i don't know if, you, if i'm gonna if i'm gonna eat anything from there i'd rather have like a salted caramel square or uh, the boozy caramels they have now there or even like one of those turtles where it's like a big glob a big glob of caramel with uh, the the uh, pecans coming out of it or something like that i really do enjoy that store it's just the popcorn just i feel like there are so many better treats in the popcorn there yeah there are better uses for treats than there are um caramel popcorn yeah <laughs> and if they were gonna do it do it like cracker jacks where you where you every now and then you throw a peanut in there for a little change for a little change of pace those are good mm-hmm. no doubt Yes. Now, um, mine is a my thinking outside the box one, and this is to create a little bit of extra magic for fireworks when uh, viewing fireworks. Um, one, maybe try to to. Uh, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna reset this because I just I'm sorry I was about to hold back a cough. Um. What I would say is try to uh, time your ride on the Skyliner for around fireworks time. You can see all of Walt Disney property, and you'll get some nice views of the fireworks from up in the gondolas. With that said, also, I would even, if you really wanted to get uh, a better perspective and enjoy the fireworks, and you weren't staying in the parks for the fireworks... You might want to go out and explore the greater Orlando area. And I would take, especially on these nights where the parks close a little earlier and everything, and there's all of these other attractions that are open outside of the parks on I Drive, I would go out to the Orlando Eye and try to get onto the Orlando Eye around the time that the, that the uh, fireworks at Magic Kingdom are being shot off. Um, Orlando Eye has timed entries, so you can buy a ticket beforehand, and it takes 22 minutes for it to go around. You can get, you can theoretically get to the top as they're about to uh, shoot off happily ever after, and you turn around and you look in one direction, and all of a sudden you see fireworks, and you get a whole fireworks show from up in the Orlando Eye, and it's spectacular. It's a spectacular view. I can see that. I mean, with with the height and Florida being so flat, you have the the advantage of your, your verticality on that one, right? Yeah. Is that a word? And, yeah, I guess so. Well, it, it is now. It is now. <laughs> and with that said, Orlando Eye is also running a special right now that it's the if you go on their website and everything, you have to. You, there's a package where if you show a ticket, annual pass is included, and it's good until March uh, 31st, 2020 uh, at the moment. You can get a, if you have a ticket to Universal or Disney or SeaWorld or any of those, uh, you can get a ticket to the Orlando Eye for after, the, after those parks close for 15 bucks a person. to get nice. on that ride. A good deal. Yeah. 
it's something unique. It's something that, you know, you see a whole other part of Orlando with International Drive. There's a whole bunch of amusements over there. Uh, a little bit different, but, you know, if you play your cards right, you know, you can see Magic Kingdom. You can see uh, Epcot Forever. Uh, you could see the little rockets going off for what, for the pitiful fireworks that are uh, the Star Wars fireworks. But <laughs> you get to see two really spectacular fireworks shows, uh, albeit far, from far away, but still kind of gives you a little bit of perspective and kind of gives you a lay of the land. And next thing you know, it's it's still, anytime you see fireworks, it's always, oh, wow, check those out. There's some fireworks out there. That's so cool. Fireworks are, are always cool. Of course they are. Um, the other thing that I will say that isn't a hack as much as it used to be, but if you want Disney souvenirs, the Walt Disney World character warehouse, um, the outlets on Vineland and what's the other one? I just lost it. There's two within Orlando. Um, those are the places to go. Now, with that being said, it's not a hidden secret anymore at all. You have to get there before 9 a.m. Um, if you want your choice of the good stuff. But the good stuff is very good stuff. Um, we were there in November and we got all of our like Christmas plate decor for like $5 each from the previous Christmas, like the merry and bright stuff. Um, it was worth the time investment. Like... If we were to buy the same stuff in the park, it would be $35. We spent $10 on the Uber and $10 back, so we saved $10 per item. Not That's not exactly how that math works out, but it's worth the time if you have an extended trip. Also, go to Publix, get a pub sub. <laughs> Are they really I don't understand good? the really. I don't understand the whole uh, love affair with Publix. Um, <laughs> they're delicious. I've had them. They're, they, they're good, but you know, I will I say, get a sandwich. Is I can. I can get an. I can get an enjoyable sandwich just as much at Wawa. I can make an enjoyable sandwich for easier, but <laughs> I don't want to make it. And I mean, they say there's nothing like Publix fried chicken it's it's good but it's like you know i feel yeah. like i'm going to popeyes okay i i don't understand the reference to popeyes but okay <laughs> popeyes fried chicken i i know what popeyes is i didn't think you meant the cartoon character i yeah, 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 yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> I just find Publix overrated. People like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm with you, Dave. We we did the whole stand in line for the fried chicken before there, and it was like it was good. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that you, fried chicken is a pain to make yourself. I don't know. I uh, guess maybe it's because when I do my shopping at Publix, the same things that I can get, I can just go to the 24 hour Walmart. Granted. I'm going to be standing online a little while longer because it's packed, but the same exact groceries that I'm getting in Publix, I'm paying 
I'm paying a premium higher price for, and I can get them for at least two, three dollars less at Walmart. Mm. Each item, so it's like, okay, why am I going to Publix? This is just getting stupid. <laughs> right. Mm. All right. Well, uh, speaking of stupid, more? yeah, I got, oh, I got one, good. one more. Speaking okay. of stupid, um, so yeah, yeah. Full uh, disclosure: Joffrey's is a sponsor of the Mickey Dudes podcast, but I will say that if you're you want a coffee fix, um, you know. There's the whole Starbucks culture that that kind of is it can be comical at times. Um, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm I'm go to Starbucks quite often here in my local town. Uh, but when you get into the theme parks, and that goes for any of the Disney theme parks, the Starbucks lines can be so so crazy. Uh, and here is a good example at uh, Christmas. Uh, the or th- the sorry New Year's uh, when I went the. Um, the new Starbucks kiosk in um, Epcot opened up, and it was easily probably 30 to 45 minute wait for Starbucks. Uh, I just went around the corner, and in five minutes, I had Joffrey's coffee. Um, they have a lot of the very comparable drinks, very and similar better. style. Yeah, um, a lot, of, a lot of yeah, hard hard uh, uh, coffees um, also. So those are called Irish coffees, Jeff. Boozy, boozy coffees. Um, anyway, I was just shocked. I mean, I'm, I'm still shocked at all times, but I, it, at any time in any park, there's usually a Joffrey's, multiple Joffrey's uh, uh, kiosk, and they're usually, I've never waited more than five minutes. So I, I don't, I just don't kind of understand that. Joffrey's is the hidden gem of Walt Disney World. Pretty much. It goes back to that time management thing that like you were telling, saying about yeah. earlier. And can we actually add one thing to time management? Sure. Mobile ordering. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Time out. <laughs> there is no eh at this point. Unless if you have a discount that cannot be applied through waiting online, generally you know where you're walking to to get food. How many times, Dave and or Jeff, have you gone like, oh, there's Casey's with the line outside the door. I'm getting the hot dog. I'm guessing you haven't had to wait 20 minutes for your mobile order. No, what you do is you order it, you hit I'm here, and then you start walking. Right. Not even, uh, but what I'm saying is I've done that too, and they have, the mobile ordering, they have not been on uh, on their game with that lately. I have, another... Go ahead. I have literally watched people in the standard line, like, 20 people get their food while I'm still standing at that window and still haven't got my food yet. I'll put it's another layer been, on it's it. It's been bad lately. I, I agree with you, David. I've, I've had, I've had some problems with that, but I'll put another layer to it. Uh, for instance, um, uh, Woody's lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we mobile ordered, got, got our stuff pretty fast. Um, uh, but somebody wanted a, another drink. We didn't have that drink. Uh, they did drink a drink for us in like it seemed like 30 seconds. So it definitely there's a crew in there that's maybe that, that they're only dedicated to drinks and they're just like boom drink 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 yeah. you know so there are, maybe there are drink expediters at most of the uh, fast food or fast food counter service um, restaurants and you can see it like a lot of the food expediters that are just responsible for bringing food from the tray to the counter. Is yeah. one role, and then there are also drink orders, uh, expediters, uh, 
I worked in fast food. Yeah. 15 years ago or whatever it was. That makes sense. Because yeah, that's uh, pretty much any place I've gone that I had I mobile ordered the drink, that drink definitely comes a lot faster. So, yeah, food is sketchy. Dave's right. It's depending on how busy the, the kitchen is. It may not be that, that great. but. And the anyway. other thing with that, too, when you say time is money over there, how many times have I tried? I've lost count of how many times I've tried to mobile order only for my app to crash, for it to start and then just get that little circle and all of a sudden coming up, come up with, we are unable to fulfill your request at, at this time, or for the app to like just completely shut down in the middle of the order, and then you go to reboot it and you're on that castle screen forever and it just doesn't, it doesn't end up working. Mm. I've had where I've went to pay, and then all of a sudden, we're sorry, mobile ordering is not available for this restaurant at the, at this time. You're definitely there on extended. You're 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 able to definitely do the load balancing, <laughs> testing just like a, an app tester. Me me and uh, uh, Chuck are getting like little little onesie twosie samples, but you're definitely finding yeah. all the loopholes of it. Um, for sure, that stinks. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, well, it's, it, it's something it's it, what my point with it is it's not foolproof. Right. Don't actually it's good when it works. Yeah. Don't actually like don't count on it if like you're really adding it into your touring plan because uh, best laid plans of men and my and mice go awry. <laughs> actually, it's best laid plans of mice and men go awry, go astray. <laughs> That's Ma right. Mickey dudes like that. and mice. Yeah. Nice. The Mickey Mice dudes. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, does anybody else have anything to add? No, I think we did a pretty good... We kind of did hacks for for the Disney, uh, you know, uh, seasoned folks. Uh, we didn't really dive into all, like, the obvious hacks, like going to the second show or second parade, those kind of things that a lot of us kind of already... Here all the time, but I like how you we kind of. I actually, it. believe it or not, I got away from that second parade uh, hack. Yeah. And telling people because, I I've been finding that I would tell a lot of people about that second parade, and then they were usually, all next to Dave. No. Waiting for the parade. No, what it was was a lot of times. Uh, anytime I told people, yeah, do that, do it like this. It's it, it's great. It ended up that the second parade got canceled due to inclement weather. <laughs> so now, again, that's another one. It's great when it works, but right. if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do the whole wait for the second parade, you know, have a dop have a Doppler radar uh, app on your phone beforehand because I've gotten burnt with that one many a time now. Especially <laughs> if you're paying money for like Mickey's not so scary Halloween party or very merry Christmas party. That used to be okay. That's a no-brainer. Now they're kind of the, especially the Halloween party. It's during the rainy season. I would really brave the crowds and go to the first parade now because you never know if you're actually going to see the second parade. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Nice. So with that, gentlemen, let's go around and tell everybody where we can be found on social media. I, for one, can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Figmas Reality. Chuck, where are you? I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. 
And Jeff, take us out. Uh, brain dead 92 on Twitter and just plain old brain do on Instagram and definitely follow along. I think we're going to be doing some social media stuff this Friday at the amazing race, Orlando go track team. Excellent. Will this be on the uh, Mickey dude stuff too? Sure. Uh, they let, they give us a, a period over lunch. Uh, we can't live, uh, blog or vlog about it, but we can kind of catch up at lunch and then catch up at the end of the day. So, Nice. So definitely give us uh, op- definitely give us uh, updates. And when this show comes out, we'll tweet out a link if you want to uh, support Jeff and his efforts for Give Kids the World and uh, give him a donation. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can find the Mickey Dudes at the Mickey Dudes on Twitter, the Mickey Dudes podcast on Instagram, and we have a fan page on uh, Facebook. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, may your day be magical. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.